This is your captain speaking. Welcome aboard DJ's Aviation Podcast. This is your home for everything aviation. From the latest news on aircraft, airlines, and airports, to documenting travel journeys unlike any other across the globe. Be sure to check out our second YouTube channel, Globetrotting at DJ's Aviation, where you'll find analytically driven coverage of the industry, which aims to answer your most burning questions. But for now, we're next in line for takeoff. So I'll pass you over to our host for today's proceedings, Dan. Twenty twenty two is coming to an end, and it's true when everyone says that each year feels like it goes by quicker and quicker, and the year goes basically with a blink of an eye. I can't quite believe I'm recording this to, I guess, celebrate the year that was, because my God, it feels like just yesterday that it was January, and I was jetting off to the Northern Pacific unveiling. But we're here. Um, Christmas has just gone, although it's weird because I am recording this before Christmas, although it's publishing after Christmas. Anyway, ignore that logic because there's a chance you could be listening to this podcast in 2025. Um, If that's the case, then wow, (laughs) Uh, that's definitely going back quite some way to listen to what happened in 2022. That's why we're here today. I want to take a look at some of the biggest moments in the year for DJ's aviation. And for me personally, it was the year where I definitely jumped out of my comfort zone and did a lot of things that I've always wanted to do, but I guess never really had the opportunity to do so. But before I get into the year that was, I wanted to just say thank you. A um, massive thank you to all my listeners that tune in every single episode, whether you skip certain episodes or tune in for other ones, whether this is the first time you've ever listened to a podcast, genuinely thank you. I do the podcasts on the side of everything else. They're very much a passion project for me. That's why sometimes I may uh, skip a week, but normally I try and stay weekly. I love the media and communications field, so being able to do these podcasts for fun on the side, uh, script them out, record them, edit them and have them released is genuinely a lot of fun for me. So thank you to everyone and a massive thank you to the people that have continued to review the podcast. A reminder, you can go over on Spotify on your mobile or tablet device, search this podcast and give it a five-star review. That's the same for Apple Podcasts. Just the difference is on Apple, you can write a written review. If you do go and uh, write a review, I'll get an email about that and I will read it out. And we do actually have one. A great way to finish off the year with a lovely review from Bedtime fave um from canada he said a definitive listen uh, a definite listen pardon me for the aviation enthusiast and gave it five stars so thank you very much bedtime fave in his comment he said i started watching dj via his youtube channel only recently he made note of the podcast or perhaps i haven't picked it up previously the podcast is a definite complement slash expansion to what he shows on his two YouTube channels. If you're interested in aviation, airline activities, travel, this channel is well worth listening to and following. I look forward to his regular podcast releases just as much as I do his YouTube videos. Please give a listen. I'm sure you'll agree with me that it's a great listen. Thank you so much uh, for the kind words. 
And that goes out to anyone that reviewed the podcast throughout this year. If I missed your review, I do apologize. The system to see reviews is not very good on um, Apple Podcasts. I'm using a third-party app, but unfortunately, I only get notified for new reviews. Previous ones, I can't really track back unless I check off every single country individually, which can be quite tough uh, because there may be one person in Ireland, but there might be 50 people in the United States that have reviewed the uh, episodes or, or the show, should I say. Something I definitely want to get better at in 2023 is promoting the podcast. I do not, I bar a tweet and a community post, I don't normally uh, say it in the videos and I probably have to realize that the vast majority of my audience watches the content. Um, so I definitely want to get better at mentioning, look, hey, a new episode of the podcast is out. You can check it out on Spotify or Apple and hopefully we can just grow our our listening base and community in this area of the uh, DJ's aviation family, if you will. So, the year in review, what a year it was. I think the natural-born place to start off with is January, uh, with the Northern Pacific uh, unveiling event that took place in San Bernardino, California. What an incredible week it was. Uh, I'd never been actually invited myself to an aviation event before properly, so this was the first ever event I was invited to attend, and uh, people don't know this, but initially I wasn't actually able to go because it was set on a different date. It was actually set for December, um, I believe, and that wasn't possible for me. However, it did get pushed back to January, and thankfully the stars aligned and I was able to head over to there. What a hectic journey. Uh, obviously, I was flying, well, meant to fly, pardon me, Fiji Airways. Speaking of Fiji Airways, I am still missing a almost $200 refund on seat selections. The reason being the flights were cancelled due to the ash cloud. Uh, still awaiting that refund. It's almost been a year now. That's not come through. Do I think it will ever come through? Look, chances are probably not, considering they still say they're processing uh, refund requests. I can't imagine that they have enough to say sustain me not being able to get my money for now nearly a year uh so i'm gonna have to try take that up early next year because at this point it is a little bit ridiculous that being said um the, the flight was actually the whole journey was pretty much off about seven hours before departure because of this ash cloud however the amazing people that got me out there were able to find a substitute flight out of sydney and just like that the trip was back on the journey has been fully documented as a podcast or multiple podcasts, so you can actually go back in the feed and have a look. They were published, I believe, around January, February, where I did detail the event, the flights, the experience, and after the event, I spent a couple days plane spotting uh, in Los Angeles, which is always an absolute treat. I very much enjoy spotting there, and uh, it was a pleasure to be able to see all the aircraft. And definitely interesting to me to compare between 2019, that was my previous visit, and obviously the early 2022 when we were still recovering from the pandemic. I think if I went now, it would be different again, but there was certainly missing aircraft, missing airlines, not as many movements as what I saw in 2019. So I think at some point a trip must be back in order to head to LA and I definitely need to be getting more B-roll for my uh, two channels and one thing I'd want to do if I head there is head to different spots. Um, that being said, San Francisco is also on my list of a location I really want to head to uh, for spotting so maybe there's a way I can work uh, the two airports into sort of a, a mini trip. Maybe that's something that can happen next year, depending on if the stars align and scheduling works out. Um, and of course, if the flights are not too pricey and there's like a good deal running around. So that was an incredible way to start the year. 
thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed that and an experience I will probably never, ever forget. And I don't think I'll ever experience something like that again. Um, just from being able to be flown out from Australia to the other side of the world to this really, really nice resort hotel to see the unveiling of a new uh, airline, getting to do my first ever interview. Um, most people don't know, but I did think I made it known in maybe a tweet, but for the most part, I wouldn't say a lot of people know that my first ever interview experience was on that event um, with Rob McKinney, the CEO. So that was very, very daunting for me. And uh, I'll get a little bit into more the interview side of things because 2022 was a big year for interviews for me. But it was overall an experience where I definitely jumped out of my comfort zone. But I'm very happy I did it um, because it definitely set me up for this year and doing more things that I've always wanted to do. But maybe just haven't had the opportunity or had enough confidence or maybe approached even in the wrong manner. I think it was a maturing experience for me being able to deal with industry professionals and such definitely gave me some great experiences overall. February was the month I jetted off to Montreal, enjoyed a very nice uh, two and a half week break from work, something I I don't often get. Uh, While content creation can be, or whatever the word you want to use, whether it's YouTube, journalism, content creation, um, I, I do everything, so there's a lot of different degrees to what I do, but I very rarely get any time off being this my business. There's not any moment where I sort of can put it down. I'm always worried about what's next, worried about what I'm going to be doing tomorrow or that night. So breaks are not really a thing for me, but I did take two and a half weeks. Uh, Funnily enough, that was my first actual break from any type of content, uh, even down to just answering emails in almost three or four years. So that was a much needed break. I said after that, that I would give myself more breaks like that. And I haven't done that. So that's something I'm terribly bad at. Maybe in 2023, that is something I will try and get better, better at, if you know what I mean. Um, We'll see. So that was a very, very nice experience. Freezing weather, uh, snow falling. That's also where I went to go see a couple of sports games. Went to watch my first ever hockey game. Can confirm now I'm absolutely obsessed with hockey and I've watched pretty much every game since. Understood all the rules and now I closely follow the NHL. So for anyone in Canada or I guess you could say North America, uh, potentially even around the world that follows the NHL, uh, you have a fan here in me as well. Um, that was about a three-week getaway that I did very much enjoy, and then I did head back to Australia and spent a couple of months back there, busy working before jetting once again back off to Canada, this time not to Montreal for a summer, well, it wasn't really a summer of getting away, but definitely a summer to spend with my partner. I was working pretty much constantly, a very, very busy summer for work, and that's kind of the theme throughout the year, definitely very, very busy. Came back to a uh, Australia for another three, four months, and then I'm now recording this in Canada for the New Year and Christmas period that I am spending in Quebec. So that's kind of the gist of the travels. Um, there's a couple of things I'm going to break down into that I was able to do in that period, um, but I do want to move into now uh, the year of interviews because that is something I've been very, very proud of and very much enjoyed. And look, if you're an avid listener to the podcast and you, you maybe just consume the podcast, you'll know that there's been many episodes uh, that have been interviews. Really, really enjoyed doing those throughout this year. It's been great to speak to a host of um, guests, whether they be chief executives, um, marketing directors, uh, even people in PR and communications. I think I've really enjoyed 
digging deeper into all the different roles that the industry has and shining a light on each respective person. I always say um, when an interview is pitched to me or I'm pitching an interview that I think everyone has a story no matter what role you're in. It doesn't just mean that the chief executive is the only person of interest in a company. I think um, the people underneath that person are of just uh, of importance. Even someone that is uh, in a face-to-face role at an airport is equally as important. Um, It's a massive... It's basically like a, a ship, I guess you could say, a cargo ship. Everyone has a role and everyone keeps that ship going. Without one person, it all collapses. So I've really enjoyed uh, developing my interviewing skills. I would say I'm not quite there at being the master. I don't think anyone can truly be the master, let alone me after only, I think, probably something like 16 interviews. But it's been very pleasing uh, from my perspective to be able to look back at some of the interviews I did in February and now the ones I'm recording now, I guess you could say. Uh, Very, very, very uh, pleasing. Again, I've said it already, but it is very pleasing to be able to see my progression, questions developing, and almost now having a structure to my interviews that I follow that I'm really, really happy with and gets a lot of good responses uh, from the people I am working with to make these interviews happen. So I'm hoping for 2023 that can continue and I can continue speaking to many different people in the industry. If someone is listening to this and does work in the industry uh, or maybe has an idea for an interview, feel free to contact me on any on any socials um, or you can send me an email if you want it to be a bit more private and I will gladly answer you and try and make that happen because like I say, everyone has a story. No matter how big the company, no matter how big of a role you're in, Uh, You're part of the aviation industry, and I think that for a listener, it's very important to be able to see all different areas. Whether you're young or old, the industry is huge, and it's something that I think is even for me very, very hard to grasp of just how many roles there are. In fact, through every episode, I'm consistently learning, and I'm sure uh, for you listening as well, you're learning many different things about how these individuals got into the industry, some of their key tips and uh, that's that's the goal, not just to let them speak about their company and speak about what they do, but hopefully from a listener standpoint, be able to better understand the industry and how to get into it. Because look, uh, I've been out of high school now for four years and aviation, when I mentioned it in high school, was something that was more frowned upon. So I definitely understand how in some education systems, Uh, aviation is not something that is generally supported as a career path. It's also very hard to understand just how many opportunities are in it. Obviously, it's an industry in dire need of workers, but there are so many different fields you can go into. You can move around the industry, and that is really the beauty of it. And while I think the industry definitely has um, similarities, the beauty, again, is no day is the same. It's always changing, and that's why it's been... A fantastic opportunity to speak to these people and if you've missed any of the interviews or you didn't know I actually did interviews because hey maybe you're listening to this for the very first time do go back on the feed there was like I said probably 15 or 16 interviews this year and there are still two more to come well I say one more to come because on Christmas day I released an interview with um Paul Brennan from Bring Our Birds Home, a love letter to aviation, probably one of my favorite discussions I've had, and I would definitely recommend listening to that. It's very long, but definitely worth your time. And uh, there's one more coming in the new year, and then I'll be completely caught up with with the interviews. So uh, yeah, great year for that. In terms of more developments regarding the branding, obviously 2022 was the year I shut down DJ's transport after a year. A very tough decision, but one that I can 
probably say was the right decision. Uh, I, I very much enjoy trains, but the realistic thing is I do not, well, when I say realistic, I guess the, the nature of it is I don't have a very wide grasp of understanding. Um, it was a passion thing for me that I just got into where I really enjoyed filming trains, and I think in my head I wasn't able to disassociate work and enjoyment because, for those that don't know, um, I've always been passionate uh, with aviation and it did turn into my job it wasn't a thing where I set out I wanted it to be my job what I'm doing now it just kind of fell into place but I think the enjoyment I had with trains I was already like oh well I'm going to start a YouTube channel and start doing this and that and I did enjoy it but it quickly became I felt out of my depth and I didn't really understand what I was talking about and I didn't feel confident I feel very confident when I'm speaking about aviation um, because I understand it. There are some areas I don't, but the things I know that I'm talking about, I really do have an understanding of. Um, there are areas I'm still learning about, and there are areas, like I said, I don't even know. Um, but I always try and strictly focus on the bits I do understand, and I think that can be conveyed in how I talk about certain elements of the industry. Like, I guess you could say the areas or have a better understanding in. But for trains and the rail sector, it just isn't there. So I think I've definitely since winding down for those that are uh, maybe not too sure i do still keep up to date with train stuff but i've gone back to the enjoyment side of things as in i just watch train spotting or rail fanning as they call it on youtube sometimes i watch some developments in in the australian rail industry and some videos there but it's for enjoyment so i think i do miss obviously in a certain way doing that that content um but at the end of the day i am happy with my decision and i'm happy that i think i i did it and I'm very, very glad for all the support. Look, we had like 20,000 subscribers on there, but I definitely think that aviation, in terms of content creation, is where I should stick to. Uh, a very interesting experiment, a successful one nonetheless. But yeah, a chapter that closed opened up new possibilities, and that is in the form of Globetrotting 2022. In fact, only a couple of months ago, uh, my second channel now, if you will, third channel, but now actually primary, secondary channel, and truly a part of the DJ's aviation family, Globetrotting launched. Globetrotting is an aviation analysis channel run by me, and we do have a small team of writers that also help with the content production in terms of writing scripts and such, uh, alongside me taking the bulk of the work. And uh, what an amazing experience it's been so far. I cannot speak highly enough for the people that I have the opportunity to work with who give a couple of hours a week or potentially an hour a week and such to help write some videos. Um, it's really nice that that channel is not only driven by my passion, but it's driven by all the writers' passion for the industry. They're from all around the world, all different demographics, backgrounds, ages, and it really brings it all together to create a well-engined a well-oiled team, I guess you could say. And the channel has been, well, touch wood, doing really well. People have been enjoying the content. And I can say that for the first time in a very long time, I've genuinely been enjoying making their videos on there. Uh, content's published uh, every second day and getting a great reception. People are really enjoying it. And I have so many ideas. In fact, when I say I have so many, there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds that are still yet to be done. And with every aviation development, more ideas get added to the table. So never fear. There's always going to be content on that channel. I will try to keep it up for as long as I can. And bringing in some writers definitely helps streamline the process a little bit where it doesn't take too much of my time. 
At the moment, we are a month ahead in content, which I'm pretty proud of, to say the least. So keeping up a very good backlog also reduces pressure. I think not just on me, but the entire team as well, that look, if we want to take a week off on that channel, then that's something that can be done. So if you haven't subscribed or you haven't checked it out or you didn't even know that channel existed, definitely go have a look. It's Globetrotting at DJ's Aviation. In turn, with the launch of Globetrotting, there was also the branding that came with it and a rebrand to the DJ's Aviation. Um, I guess you could say branding. It was a decision I had or had been a long time in the making, something I really needed to do for many different reasons. And uh, finding the right designer is always a scary process, and that definitely took the longest period. But I'm happy with the designer I went for. It was about a two-month process, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely stoked with the branding. I really, really, really like the update. I think it's exactly what I was going for, and that is keeping the DJS at its core, but going for a sleek modernization. Um, we've got the plane that goes up between the D and the J. How I like to say it is soaring to new heights, given it's being above the DJS. We went for a solid blue background color. Removing the gradient, which was hard on my part, but I think what I wanted to do is moving with a sleek new design, just have a solid color, a little bit darker and richer in, um, in blue, and move forward with that. And it's been a pleasure to, I guess you could say, rock with that branding. Uh, and subsequently, because of that branding, I decided I would move forward with a website. I will say that website can be viewable right now. It's accessible at djsaviation.net. However, it still has very many internal issues that I am struggling to fix. The number one being accessibility. It is being blocked from search engines due to internal errors on files and readability. That is a problem at the time of recording that is still ongoing. So it basically means that the only way you can find the site is with the link. Uh, if you search any of the articles that are up there, none of them will come up on Google. In fact, it's pretty hard to even find the website on Google. Um, that is something I'm trying to change because obviously it's not something I necessarily like. Uh, I didn't put a lot of money and also time and effort into getting it perfect for no one to be able to see it. I would just say though, there's about, oh, let me have a look how many articles are up there now. Probably 10. There's a couple of exclusive pieces up there that you can go and have a look at if you're interested. On top of that, there is a weekly newsletter coming, but... Yeah, while you can view the site, I would just say that it hasn't officially launched. Um, so what I mean by that is I'm not actively promoting it because it's not done. But if you would like to go and have a look at some of the articles there, you're more than welcome to do so. It's been a frustrating experience. Uh, it a, took a lot longer than I thought. Um, I was hoping that by hiring a freelancer, the process would be more simple. And yes, in terms of creating a website, it definitely was. I'm very happy with the site. But in terms of actually getting control of it myself and getting everything set up, it's been probably nothing short of a nightmare. So I'm hoping that in 2023, I can fix all the issues that are present with the site, have it appear on search engines and properly roll it out and properly start publishing my feature pieces on there. I have a couple of exclusives that I'm holding back from releasing because I don't want to publish them on a site that no one can find. So let's keep our fingers crossed that everything can be sorted. Um, it is hard to get things done during the festive period, as I'm sure many of you are aware. People are on holidays. People are not working. So fingers crossed that uh, that can be cleaned up and uh, another thing that is out of my worries. 
uh, towards the back end of the year. In fact, only last month, I attended the IATA slot conference, which was another aviation event. I had the pleasure of um, representing my branding. Another fantastic experience with a lot of great discussions with people, meeting new um, individuals, executives, uh, conducting interviews, creating new connections, meeting people face-to-face that I had held meetings with in the past was also another rewarding part of the IATA slot conference and getting a behind-the-scenes look at such an important world that we don't know all that much about. So I do actually have an article on the website and I believe I did also record a podcast discussing the slot conference, which you can go and check out. Again, the beauty of the website, you can either read about it or you can listen to me ramble Um, Of course, the website's a little bit more concise because naturally it's a written piece, whereas when I'm recording these podcasts, they're free-flowing. I have a couple of notes, but it's certainly not word-for-word verbatim scripted. So that took place in the middle of November. I still have a couple of pieces that I want to release on that, but look, we'll just have to uh, wait and see. So I also had the pleasure in late August of spending three days in New York. The purpose of my visit to New York was actually business related. However, unfortunately, the way the cookie the cookie crumbles, I guess you could say, is that fell through on my first day in New York. So it ended up just being a sightseeing trip, which I definitely enjoyed. I really, really want to go back and uh, see some of the things I didn't have the chance at doing. Um, it was a pretty hectic three days where I walked quite a lot in pretty uh, poor conditions in terms of humidity and heat. So uh, definitely want to head back and see some of the things I missed and I guess take a more relaxed approach at visiting rather than, oh my God, I have two hours left. I've got to get from here to here. How many activities can I cram in on one day? (laughs) It was pretty stressful. And also I was staying very close to Newark Airport, which if you know, it's not that close to New York City, um, which meant it was a bit difficult getting to and from the hotel to New York City. Again, I stayed in Newark because initially I was there for business, not for visiting for fun. So, look, definitely want to do that again and have a um, another experience, if you know what I mean. So, other than that, uh, went on the world's longest flight, which again is something I've documented. I can say that in early 2023, I will be releasing the, finally, video review that accompanies the podcast. Um, So I'm excited for those that listen to the podcast to be able to see it in video form and obviously a lot more concise and down to the point. Um, I'm in the process of actually scripting that. The script is almost done, so then it's just about recording it, editing it, and getting it scheduled. What I will say is that we'll head out on globetrotting rather than DJ's aviation. Again, just part of me um, doing something different because I am interested in it. So, um, yeah. That's really 2022 for me, not the longest of podcasts. Actually, it still ended up being 26 minutes of nonstop recording. I just wanted to, again, conclude by saying thank you genuinely so much for the support this year. I'm excited to continue doing podcasting into 2023 and have you all uh, regular listeners. I very much appreciate the reviews, the kind words, the kind comments, and hope you have a amazing 2023 i hope you've enjoyed the festive period with your family friends or if you've been by the self uh, by yourself or not celebrating christmas i hope you enjoyed the holiday season maybe you got some time off to relax um play some games maybe go see a movie uh yeah thank you very very much appreciate everything and i will indeed see you next year for more interviews more ridiculous travel experiences and uh yeah thank you 
again and i will see you very very soon this is your home for everything aviation from the latest news on aircraft airlines and airports to documenting travel journeys unlike any other across the globe be sure to check out our second youtube channel globetrotting at dj's aviation where you'll find analytically driven coverage of the industry which aims to answer your most burning questions but for now we're next in line for takeoff so I'll pass you over to our host for today's proceedings, Dan. Dan.